Hi everyone, welcome to episode 43. I am coming back from my vacation and as you can see from my voice, um, we got here from vacation and got COVID and I'm recording this on August 2022. And it was a bummer because, you know, we were three years without um, getting anything. So, um, it's not that the symptoms have been pretty hard, but it's been three years we haven't been sick. So you kind of forget how it sucks. I'm glad to be back to the swing of things. Um, not a lot of energy, but um, slowly getting to things. I'm going to try to ramp it up the, the episodes because these are so far behind. But today, I have an interesting conversation with my friend, Mazari Memon, and she was here before. We are talking about shifting perspectives, how in the state of today, shifting perspectives are um, something that is needed and what it is that we need to shift our perspectives and maybe also um, learn how to listen better so i hope you enjoy at least at that time i was not sick so my voice is not gonna be like that i appreciate you being here and again if you could leave us a five star on apple or hit the stars on um, spotify we would so appreciate it. it would help other people to find the podcast so i will see you on the next episode Welcome to The Artistically You Podcast, where mixed media art is a place for all. Here, we are going to talk about art as a mindful practice, connect with our creativity, and embrace curiosity. This is your host, mixed media artist, Jana Oliveira. Hi, Mazarin. How are you? Good, Jana. How are you? You, now it's... uh... Como here, the podcast, which I'm very glad. And we have a fun topic today. So you guys probably know Mazarin has, you know, is an artist and she's been here twice. I already talked in the introduction about that. And I um, call her again because there are some topics that I thought about talking, but I thought, you know what? It's so much better when you have someone to do a back and forth about this topic. And it's a a, a topic about shifting perspectives, because as we are working with Mysteries in Color, I thought that this is so important because it's one of the main cores that we do in, you know, main cores ideas that we do in Mysteries in Color. And if you don't know what we are talking about, we'll give you a brief introduction here, but you can also check a previous website I'll put in the previous podcast, I'll put in the notes. Uh, the uh, podcast number because I don't um, recall right now but where Mazarin um, talked about her book Mysteries in Color and the whole um, perspectives of the book but the thing is that now Mysteries in Color has workshops and I'm um, actually gonna start and already did one here in Florida so I'm gonna be doing workshops here in the United States for Mysteries in Color and um so Mazarin, for people that, you know, are new to the podcast and, you know, will still check it out later, the previous podcast, let's talk about a little briefly about the book because we had a whole episode about it, but let's talk also about the workshops. So, um, first of all, thank you. 
for having me on this podcast again. Um, I love talking about mysteries in color because it is it has been kind of life changing. Um, and I say that really, it's it's a big statement, but it really truly is because it's such a simple concept. It's it's it it really brings out the inner child in you. And I think that as we've started growing older and all the stuff that's been happening around, it's just um, we're not slowing down. No. We are just galloping ahead. And Jana, you and I are creatives. We are both artists and just you just get so caught up that sometimes even trying to be creative or trying to bring that spark out is so incredibly difficult um so it's just a simple ink blot it's just Mm -hmm. it's just a curated created with intent ink blot that i started working with for my own practice because i think i spoke about this earlier when i was an artist uh years ago my um my way of art was taking photographs of interesting things interesting Mm -hmm. people Mm -hmm. and then reproducing it and then i realized i am just competing with the camera and there was really no creativity there was skill um and i realized when i started doing the workshops that everyone has a creative streak they've just forgotten what that streak is exactly what that creative outlet is mm-hmm. um in the workshops that i have uh, conducted uh in corporate settings it's it's very rare that i find somebody who says oh i doodle or i um no they actually do say they doodle but it's not like they've They've said, oh, I forgot, I used to love gardening. I used to love stringing a guitar. I used to love going for a bike ride. Right. And I thought, well, this is all that creative outlet that allows you to relax. Mm-hmm. Um, so the book is really all about these ink blots. It's really the first of its kind where you say you're coloring outside the lines. Because I want this to be a way for people to just engage with their own perspective, engage with where they are at that moment and create what they perceive. There is no right or wrong to this this whole concept, which which is the beauty of this book and uh, the way of life. And um, also when we've done social workshops, we've gone ahead and said things like, um, go out and be mindful. You know, like when you go for a walk with your dog, um, the sheets are so simple, just tear off a sheet from the book grab a couple of color pencils or even a ballpoint pen, it really doesn't matter, whatever you have at hand, and then just walk out and um, create what you see. So people have said we've started becoming a little more conscious of our surroundings. And to go back to the book, this entire concept is based on pareidolia, which I never knew that that term existed, but it Mm -hmm. has been a term and a concept that has been used years ago where people would try seeing these you know, um, familiar forms in cloud formations, or they'd see a car at the back with the grill and the headlights and like, oh, that looks like a smiley face. So, mm-hmm. and I thought this is, this is our everyday life. We are just not consciously aware of what is around us and what we can create with what we see. So really mm-hmm. that's what the book is all about. Yes, and I'm showing here uh, the website for those who can watch mm-hmm. the video of the podcast. And to have an idea what we are talking about. And the Mysteries in Color also has a um, Instagram, so you can see all about the ink blots and the work and the workshops and people 
um, you know, pictures of the workshops and things like that. So you can check that on the IG, which is Mysteries in Color, Color with You, C-A-L-O-U-R. And so what kind of workshops are we doing right now on Mysteries in Color? Like when people say, okay, I got it, but um, what is a workshop? Like what is entails the workshop? explain to them this concept that we started to do so we have started with several kinds of workshops there are social workshops there are the fun workshops where you just are at a pub there is an evening workshop where it's a girls night and it's just game playing we've done it with couples but the most important ones that i have found have been with corporates and uh, it's almost like a wellness team building workshops because yeah. we find from an HR perspective that um, getting on board with a single idea is really a challenge. First of all, through the pandemic, people weren't really connecting. Everything was on Zoom. There was no way to really have fun. It was maybe a phone call or people would say, oh, let's just do a cheers online. And But this has been pretty amazing in the sense that when we start the workshop, what we do is everyone gets a book, um, a copy of the book, um, a set of color pencils and a sharpener and a welcome letter explaining what the workshop is about. So the way the workshop goes is we basically have between 10 to 20 at a time in each slot of the workshop. And um, we just have a little fun introduction where we talk about each one's creative outlets. What do they do for creativity? What do they do to wind down, et cetera? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we go through what pareidolia means. So we kind and then they go, ah, oh, yes, I, I still look at the clouds. I still on a on a drive, we play these mm-hmm. games with my kids. And I thought, well, there you go. And then they then the connection is like, so what has the ink blot got to do with pareidolia? Mm-hmm. And we thought, well, you're looking at the ink blot exactly like you would look at a cloud formation mm-hmm. or just open up your creative brain and think outside the box. Yes. And I was thinking actually that, you know, the experience that I have, I did a workshop for a group of women that they work in many kinds of corporate jobs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we talk about, I know we are talking about corporate, but if you are listening to this, you don't need to work in corporate to do mysteries and color workshops. So yeah. you definitely can contact us and, mm-hmm. you know, and have a group of friends that want some mindfulness tools and relaxation tools. And as we're going to talk today, shifting the perspectives. But I was, um, I started recently, no, I started, I went back again to do yoga because I did yoga for a time and I stopped. And I was thinking that there is something so interesting to be on a place with some people and doing that same work of discovery, right? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. in the case of yoga, doing breath work and doing, um, you know, I went to what they call, I think it's Hatha yoga, which is more relaxation and paying attention to your body Mm -hmm. and leaving your problems behind. So why do we go to these classes? We go to these classes, I think, is not just to have our own relaxation time and good for our body and joints and things like that. We go also, I believe, to be in community, especially now after so long mm-hmm. of things not working or we being afraid to be around people. 
Um, so I think this is what the workshop brings to us mm -hmm. in a sense, because I felt also that people were excited to do something different. So we say all the time in the website and in the conversations that it's, you know, the core of what the workshop want to bring and what mysteries and callers want to bring is shifting our perspectives and many other benefits as well. But we're going to talk about this one today because it's not just about seeing the cloud as something else, right? It is something that is beyond that. Right. Yeah. When you see a shape or a cloud or something in your art journal or something in your paint that you're painting as a different, yeah. you are allowing your brain to expand that idea, yeah. to expand um, that belief, right? Mm -hmm. To maybe question that belief. Because I think what's happening today, people don't want to have perspectives. They want to yeah. have opinions and they want their opinions to be the right ones. Yeah. So, um, so let's talk a little bit about that. The need of, you know, the importance today mm -hmm. more than ever. I think people are so engaged in not having an open mind and being engaged in, in this just one way to look at things. Yeah. And this can be a problem not just in your work environment but it can be a problem with your relationships it can be a problem with you know on social places even when mm -hmm. you're in the grocery store and somebody's doing something that you probably don't have the same perspectives that they have right mm -hmm. um so let's talk a little bit about what you, you think about that i think it's very relevant what you just said and so important jenna because we are not having any open conversations anymore. It's always, it's my way or the highway. And currently right. in the situation we are in, we've become even more divided and more black and white. Yes. And there are so many gray areas. There are so many areas that we just don't want to sit and listen. And we don't mm -hmm. want to figure out it. It's just, oh, that's not going to work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's not right. That's not how you do it. But how have you tried the other way? Yeah, it's already right. like a self-sabotage. Even Absolutely. before we yeah. think about, you know, when people say like, oh, I didn't think about that. The, well, that is another perspective. It's not just an idea. Exactly. Exactly. So the same way, it's like when you have a question and you don't have the answer, then ask for the answer or have that conversation and say, well, why did you think of it this way? Mm -hmm. um, we are also so conditioned uh, when you say shifting perspectives, because we're so conditioned to see things a certain way yes. that if I suddenly see a one-legged frog, I'm like, oh, but how can a frog be one-legged? But that's okay. This is fine yeah you can create it you know and you actually and actually in cognitive therapy and in you know things these things a frog or a tree or whatever are they were labels mm -hmm. that we put into them a yeah. frog is not a frog a frog is a name that we put into them yeah right exactly. so and 
what I sometimes question myself, but how can we expand that? And I think, and I don't want to put feelings on, you know, on you, but I think the love that you have for the project and I mean, I got as well. That's why I embarked on it. I'm not going to do something that I don't believe. It's because we want to collaborate on helping people, mm -hmm. right? We want to bring to them the same mindfulness, the art or, you know, and I don't want to, when we say art, people to think, oh, I need to be a Picasso to do that. Yeah. And which was what people in the workshop were saying before. I don't know how to draw. What are we going to do here? <laughs> and I told them, just relax and let's drop the judgment here. Right. Exactly. So sometimes I think we we have this passion because we really feel the huge gap there. And mm -hmm. I was thinking, OK, but how how do we get people to start shifting? Don't you think mm -hmm. that that is the kind of one of the core messages and in, in this whole work that we are trying to do. Absolutely, absolutely. I think, yes. First of all, you're bang on. Self-judgment and self-sabotage, that has to go. We are so, we stand in our own way. Sometimes when I, and I'm guilty of that, even yeah. now, even with my own process, I have to remind myself, if I am advocating this, I need to step back and continuously and consistently follow my own advice, which we are humans, life happens. But mm -hmm. the shift is really necessary because sometimes when I blame, oh, like today, I blamed like, you know, oh, my brother-in-law is here. This is the dog's mm -hmm. here. But, but, you know, I can weave my way around it. Mm -hmm. so, so we need to know there is always a way to move forward. We, we, we need to break that pattern, right? We need to break exactly. that pattern. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And I think, which is why I feel that this concept can be delivered in schools, uh, which mm -hmm. is what I'm working on. Um, it can be delivered um, through teachers, parents and teachers can collaborate because that's another thing that I've seen. Yeah. Our kids spend such a lot of time in school, right? Yeah. They are molded by how the teacher is with them, what they are taught, how they are taught. Mm -hmm. um, how do they react with, I mean, I live in Toronto, it's a melting pot, like we have so yeah. many ethnicities, which is beautiful, That's because, mm -hmm. you know, you get to see so many perspectives, and yet we don't. Mm -hmm. We are still shooting it down to say, oh, but she doesn't know, because she's come from XYZ. She has no mm -hmm. idea. what. Oh, okay, so how about embracing that idea? Maybe it would enrich your life. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we need to we need to break the mold. And this is a small step, but I think the more we do it, the more we engage more people and like how you've come on board and now you're a part of this. If we have more people engaging and facilitating this, it, it is gonna evolve, right? Mm -hmm. But it's a start. Yes, and I think we are teaching in the workshop, you know, togetherness mm -hmm. and with something pretty and cute, which are, you know, the work that we do to show them with the ink blots and exercise. When we start discussing, we are kind of in awe of, oh, I didn't see that there, right? Yeah. How did you see that? And you can see that people start to like, oh, and they look and that spark comes. And yeah. I tell them, you know, that spark, I told them like, you know, the spark when you say like, when somebody shows something, you're like, oh, that's a new thing on your brain there. 
because you exactly. can't you can't unsee that you you just yeah. can't but yeah. one thing i think sometimes steps on the way of our expansion of perspective is our backgrounds right because they are important they are who we are and i mean we all should try to work on this of course expanding mm -hmm. everything mm -hmm. but i think that sometimes when you are not exposed to something for a long time or you never been exposed to something it is so hard to change that perspective yeah right so an example like i just had i just in the moment that we're recording this i just released an episode and that's why i'm going to remember the number because i just released it, it's number 35 talking with keisha a great mixed media artist that has a disabled son and she thought something interesting that I never stopped to think about was like, people are afraid of disabled people. Yeah. Not afraid that, yeah, not afraid in the sense of, oh, they're gonna attack me. They're afraid because they're not used to see them. Mm -hmm. It's not part of the environment. They don't know how to deal. Do I say something or I'm gonna, you're gonna feel like how you're treating my son or, you know, and then, then that's okay. Yeah. Right. When she was talking about that, I was thinking, wow. So the work has to be a little different to change the perspective. One of them that I believe I do my part is putting my son out in the community mm -hmm. and doing things and going to restaurants. And they may, may, people may say, oh, Jenna, please. We all do that with our children. Well, I knew in my 13 years in this path that some parents never take their kids anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. Because I know, you know, my son has a level of independence that he can go and see them. Some kids are more, they do more noise. My son definitely does noise. He does flaps, but some kids do more. Some mm -hmm. kids are, and some parents are embarrassed. Yeah. And that's okay. But they're embarrassed because again, if you change your perspective, how you see society, right? Yeah. My perspective changed a lot because I had two choices. Or I lock my son at home and don't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. Or I will go and sometimes I'll feel like upset. But I believe I am changing that person's perspective in that moment. Yeah. I'm changing that person's experience. Mm -hmm. Right? And sometimes I do put clues on. Like when we go to airport, for example, he always travels with a shirt that says he's autistic in a way. It's autism shirt. This right. is not coincidence. This is a message. Mm -hmm right? To start yeah. changing your perspectives. If something happens, I don't know, kids get lost in the airport or something, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. So I think that, yes, we have past and culture. This is so heavy on us, so heavy. Yeah. And sometimes it's so hard to be flexible, mm -hmm. but it's all about these little steps. I agree. Yeah. What is your experience about that? Because you also have a different culture and maybe people in your own culture, right? This happened to us, have different perspective and you do. I certainly have on my culture. Yeah, it's it's true what you're saying. And I think, again, it all boils down to not having a dialogue or a conversation. If I had to suddenly mm -hmm. feel, oh, my goodness, Jenna is here and there's something wrong with her son. Well, why haven't you asked? Um, is there something wrong? Oh, he's autistic. How do you? 
have a dialogue. We don't yeah. tend to do that. We just People are afraid them. to have a dialogue. I don't understand. And perhaps you may be like, yeah, I don't need to have a conversation. And that's okay too. You, mm -hmm. It's your choice to explain about your son. But we not. have to give the first step. Otherwise, we always yeah. going to be on this yeah. bubble. Yeah. I think in India, things have changed dramatically, which is great to see. But unfortunately, I think all around, mm -hmm. there are still a few stigmas on many things. We yeah. have a thing called Bell Let's Talk Day, 26th of Jan. I think it's in... Uh, and they talk about mental health. Again, they always say that any outlet of creativity is very, very good for mental mm -hmm. health. So, mm -hmm. but it's still a stigma in India too. They don't want to, like some of them would not, the kids might be with the mates. Now I'm hoping things have changed. I haven't been to India since 2009, so I don't know, but I do have family there. In fact, my cousin is a psychologist and she says that when we talk about kids with special needs, whether it could, and also kids from abusive backgrounds or kids who have Down syndrome or yeah. whatever it is, there is this sense of shame. Yeah. Or that sense of I heard about that. Yeah. I heard about that. There is this sense of, oh, he's not like the normal. But then I question, what is normal? You could have yeah. a kid who could be a terrible bully, who could be a very mean person to people around them, I don't find that normal. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's a normal thing to do. So, yeah. so again, perspectives, right? For me, I think when I think about your son, there is that bright smile. There is that, that, um, that childishness of enjoying every little yeah. thing, a VHS tape. And there could be another kid <laughs> yeah. the same age who is just throwing stones and rocks at a, at a stray dog or who ties like to me that's not normal at all to me your son is very normal mm -hmm. so changes in perspectives are really important because what you think or what you perceive may not be the same as me mm -hmm. but let's have a conversation and, even, and, and meet somewhere halfway yeah and even in the workshop is fun when you at first i thought people would be scared to show you know mm -hmm. their work thing, but actually right? People were actually okay. And I got so happy because that made me feel they dropped their judgment or what other people would think. But rather, they decided to change the perspective, like I'm having fun. And I had so much fun with this. And let me see what other people are doing. Right? Yeah. And especially great when they want to go one first and then, oh, no, go you, go you. So everybody wants to um, do that. But Another thing that I think comes with it is sometimes people are afraid of conflict. So, yes, but true. one question that I had was like different perspectives doesn't mean necessarily conflict. No, in fact, the opposite. If, if you're open to embracing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As artists, for example, um, some artists think you're just an artist if you have your working galleries and mm -hmm. you go to that traditional route, right? While, you know, other artists just sell on Instagram. They don't have a website. Yeah. Other artists like me have a website and, you know, do things online, mm -hmm. offline, uh, with fairs and things like that. So it's, it doesn't necessarily mean a conflict. Sometimes I think people are afraid to share, thinking that they're going to have conflicts. 
But I have to say, it's, I don't know if you find that, but it's just so hard to find people, like, to push them to have that conversation. Um, I have one friend, um, she's a very, very good friend of mine. She's from Poland. And of course, with mm -hmm. all this is going on, sometimes we have deep conversations and we sometimes disagree a lot, a yeah. lot. But what I like in her is that she continued to ask me questions. I continue to ask her questions. And and we very blandly, I say to her, well, I disagree because you don't have the same experience that I had. Yeah, I right. disagree because of that. And then she's like, well, I see the point. And like, we continue to talk, but it's not, she's never afraid to have the conversations with me because that doesn't mean that we're going to stop talking, which right. happened with people before. Yeah. Because other in the past, other I had, I remember I had a friend I had because she's not my friend anymore. She decided not to be well. using Oklahoma, and um, and if you're listening to this, you're from Oklahoma. I'm so sorry, you know, to say that, but I didn't have a great experience living in Oklahoma. It was it was awful for me, and she decided to go back there. We were good friends. We lived there together once, and then she went to Washington. I went to New Jersey. We kept in contact. We visited each other, right? And then one day she called me, oh, I'm going back, because her boyfriend at the time, now husband, is from Oklahoma. And I joked, and I said, well, it's going to take a while for me to see you again, because not going back there, which is a joke, because I actually went back there later to visit other friends. Well, she stopped mm -hmm. talking to me. Wow. <laughs> but it's like, well, I'm sorry. I'm not going to say I love the place because of you. Exactly. <laughs> I think you yeah. have to be open. It's okay. I'm sorry you have a bad time there. Like, let's talk about it. What was mm -hmm. your experience? I didn't have exactly. that experience as a Brazilian. You, as I can see, you had a different experience. And I'm like, yeah, I had. Mm -hmm. So it's like, we don't investigate and we are so guarded. So yeah. do you, how do you think that people could exercise that? Like a, a new perspective doesn't actually mean conflict. Honestly, I, I feel that just, just have a conversation. I think we have stopped conversing. We are just opinionated, all of us. Yeah. Um, it's an opinion without asking for an opinion somebody just gives it to you and I'm like I didn't ask for the opinion but you can perhaps ask me a question and I can tell you my point of view but that doesn't seem to happen a lot and again like I said and we don't want to get political on your podcast but you know even with vaccines and stuff I'm a, mm -hmm. I'm a believer in vaccines I've had my shots and boosters mm -hmm. but there are people who have a fear of they don't know enough and I thought, well, they're not conspiracy theorists, all of them. Yeah, yeah. At I have a friend like have... that. Yeah. yeah. She took the friend. vaccines, but she doesn't trust them a lot. Yeah. And I said, so at least find out why. Mm -hmm. You can't just jump down their throat and go, oh, are you an yeah. anti-vaxxer? Oh, you're just ostracized from society. No, it doesn't work mm -hmm. like that. But yeah. we've continuously, like, for example, even when you talked about websites and artists, uh, People connect with me and go, oh, but you just have about a thousand odd Instagram followers. 
well, that's not my life. My life is yes. great. Yes. My work. And I'm really <laughs> successful in creating my work. Right. And like you've amazing. been doing art for many, many years. So yeah. it's kind of like you became now, if you, ha if you have numbers, that means that you're so successful, which many people have thousands of followers and they don't sell anything. And I'm sure that the people are influencers. Yes, there is a... I get all of that. I'm mm -hmm. great for them, but that's not where I want to spend a lot of my time. Right, Anyways, right. We are there. We are there to connect. Like yeah. we are there and Mrs. in color is there. Mazarin is there. We, I'm there to connect, to make connections yeah. and to show you if you want to be a little closer to us, it's easier to send a message and, yeah. you know, but that is not who we are. No, no. Uh, and I said, perhaps I can get into that and do the, you know, the typical reels and the stories. Yes, I keep my existence on Instagram. Yeah. I have amazing collectors. I have amazing people. I yeah, you do have, me, yeah. yeah, you do and have people me, that come back to you and, exactly. and, and, and ask you for work. Yes. Yeah. And again, like you talked about perspectives, for me, my personal relations and connections work far more mm -hmm. than something else. But if there is an IG person who says, you know, this is a great way, I'd love to listen to you. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to shoot you down and say, oh, that doesn't work. My way works. No, my way works because I've been doing that for so long. I have my Rolodex of people I can connect with. For me, this is my strength connecting with people personally. Yeah. I think the more we spread this, like you said, it's a pretty way. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty way from so, each other's perspectives. I think one thing that we can say to people that ways to exercise that shift, right? First of all, exercise mindfulness art with Mysteries in Color. Yeah. <laughs> we are here for that. But also, I think one thing that you said, like, let's listen more, but also let's ask questions, right? Yes. And doesn't mean that you have to change. But it's important to see the other person perspective. But let's go back a little bit. How do you think then we talked about personal shifting perspective, society, you know, all the things mm -hmm. that are going on in the world. But what do you think this helps with work? I'm particularly, as everybody, not going to be surprised here, but um, my goal is to help, you know, people here, um, especially locally, um, with mysteries in color in clinics in schools especially for special needs uh, workers um, mental health workers you did also in corporate that have nothing to do with mm -hmm. mental health you know very like logistics kind of you know um, corporate so how do you think actually in work because i mean we have conflicts at work too i used to work <laughs> so um even when i worked as a therapist in high school we have conflicts and um, so how do you think this can help the mysteries, you know, the mysteries in color workshop, but like the idea of changing perspectives, but in the workplace for people? I think it's many, many facets, uh, Jenna, because um, I think we can always, they can hop on um, to either Jenna or my IG or, you know, mysteries in color and um, take a look at some of the testimonials that have been there. Mm -hmm. I think the biggest challenges that they have is, Again, communication is key. Yeah. Hierarchy in the workplace, you know, just because you are the manager or HR, 
doesn't mean that you have the same way of looking at a problem or solving it as effectively as perhaps a junior employee. This sort of thing really opens the eyes to so many other facets because so we go into this again, we are boxed in. We always yes. behave boxed in. Oh, he's the manager. He knows what he's talking about. This, But that junior person may have an absolutely mm -hmm. think outside the box brain yeah. that he could view a problem from such an angle that nobody yeah. else would have thought of looking at it. So that's... Yeah, I have to say, working in schools with a lot of women, because unfortunately, in the special needs um, field, we don't have a lot of men yet. It's getting better. I think here, and I'm very glad that my son's school, the new school has a lot of men, mm -hmm. because usually it's just women that want to work with the children. But we do need men in the field. Yeah. Um, sometimes it can be a little tricky. A lot of perspectives that don't want to change. Yeah. And oh boy. Sometimes yeah. you really have to, okay, I'm just going to listen or I'm going to be quiet. I mean, I changed a lot. I think age helped us. I have to yeah. confess, mm -hmm. when I was younger, I didn't have a lot of new perspective. I was like, this is it. We this all is it. About you, aren't we? Yeah. This is it. And this is it, you know? And I remember my mom and I had many, many conflicts because of that, because I think we were both hard you know, perspective yeah. heavy. So we were, um, not that that changed a lot, but we have our very hard opinions about things. And, but boy, did I change because sometimes I was like, is that worth it for me to go out there? Right. Let me try mm -hmm. to see, okay, this person is this, she was doing that. And sometimes I try in school. Sometimes I went and said, well, I'm sorry. I talked to you that way. I was kind of like this way. Or sometimes they would come to me and say, oh, Jane, I'm sorry. La, la, la. Mm -hmm. But I think it's nice because we knew the next day we have to be there for the kids and work in that environment. Yeah. And because I was in high school, it was a really heavy environment because we work with kids in a very severe end of the spectrum. And mm -hmm. we have really to be together because otherwise it could be even dangerous. So mm -hmm. we we learned that we had, we always at the end of the day, we had these meetings and we have to talk about what happened. Mm -hmm. Why why we lost control in that moment. Why we spoke to me like that, right? Mm -hmm. And it's uncomfortable, but I thought that was so necessary. Yeah. Because we could not do that work. And if you are listening to this and you work on mental health, you know this. You could not do this work with grudges, no. with staff, because you already have to do so much with your patients. Yeah. Right? If you are a nurse, like, how can you give your compassion and, and you know, work with that patient if you're having grudge with another nurse? or it, It's just not healthy. I mean, you can yeah. do that, but it's not healthy. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, and uh, we also look at, um, it's always ego-based, don't you think? Everything yeah. comes down to ego yeah. uh, and an experience, but not realizing that the experience can be redundant after a while. I mean, mm -hmm. one can do things in their sleep, I get that. But at the same time, they're so, um, it's like clockwork, you know, when yeah. you say I can do it in my sleep, that means you're not pushing the boundaries anymore. Mm -hmm. You're just going with, um, the tried and tested, mm -hmm. whereas whereas something like this allows you to push your limits and see yeah. how 
if I turn my perspective, it's like the page. It's like that page in the book of Mysteries in Color. It's not a book that you just open and you see it as you open any conventional no. book. No. You tear the sheet or you don't. Yeah. You turn it around whichever way you want. You can see multiple Yeah, things. and and something in the workshop that people told me, and I love that they saw that, was that one of them, she said, well, I'm used to do coloring books, and this was so different. And I told her, well, because regular coloring books is not letting your creativity flow. They are just telling you what you should do. Mm-hmm. They are not giving you your way to change your perspectives, right? Yeah. So that's kind of, I see the some words or, you know, think about some people, some situations as a coloring book that gives you the path how you should behave or do. And yeah. we don't want that, right? Mm-hmm. We want other things to flow. Like yeah. another thing that I said to them, if you're feeling blocked, just doodle, just mm-hmm. write a word, yeah. right? And um, at the end here, I just would like to say as well, I think a great exercise, if you are having trouble expressing your, you're not satisfied or, you know, I know some big steps that we are talking about here, like asking questions and talk, but one simple thing you can do is journal. Yeah. If something is bothering you, even like, for example, masks. If masks are bothering you, go to your journal and reflect, right? Because in your journal, nobody's going to judge you. No. And you can try to put yourself on that person's perspective and journal what is that mm-hmm. for you. And so, but journal, I think, is something great. We believe, of course, doing the mental work of the ink blots helps a lot but also the environment i like to say that we do this environment in the workshop that with music and other mm-hmm. things that we do to create the surrounding relaxation right yeah so we have to have these things um if you have spotify there if you have alexa you know i ask so and so put calm music or if you any youtube you know, if you put yeah. yoga music or calm music, they all have playlists. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can sure exercise that. You know, yeah. think about that question that bothered you, right? Think about what someone said that bothered you. Why bother you? Is that really true? How can you expand? I think one question that we could leave today is, how can I today start shifting my perspective? Yeah. On things, right? Yeah. Um, and I think it all begins with you. It has to begin with you rather than... It's not easy work, side. though. Nobody here no, is saying not. it's easy it work. Not. I still struggle sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, I journal. And like you said, journaling is great. And this book is a great way to do visual journaling. Yeah. Because, That's like true. you said, you can write the words yeah. around it. Um, visual journal, art journal, or if you just want to journal writing, all is good. Yeah. And I have noticed that people have somehow connected with certain sheets because all the ink blots are different colors. And they said, oh, it just feels so calm today. This just resonated with me. There's a black and white ink blot, like more grays in the Mm -hmm. book. Um, And some of them like, this just uplifted me for some reason. I don't know why. And I thought that's Mm -hmm. interesting that a gray, dull, feeling yeah. blog brought out 
something in you. Yeah. So it's a great way to reflect too, to like you said, the inner work that's necessary. And um, this is a means to do that. Yeah. yeah. As a start. Any other final tip or idea for people? I think just embrace, I think judgment, judgment and opinions and, and all these rules that we've set for ourselves that things can't be done. This book allows you to break the rules. Yeah. So it's a start to break the rules that you have created in your head. I don't mean like mm-hmm. go through a red light on a traffic signal, but mm-hmm. what I mean is the silly rules that we create for ourselves and box yeah. ourselves in that needs to shed. And I this think is I, exercise. Yes, and I think another tip that I remember now that I would give to people, if you an ex- expand a little more your cognitive understanding about things or reflection, this has nothing to do with religion, but the work of Byron Katie. Um, she has the work, what she calls the work, which to me, she doesn't say that, but it's based in cognitive therapy. But it's basically a reflection. And mm-hmm. I'll put in the notes, um, you know, her page, and you can even download the worksheet. She calls a worksheet. And she has YouTube, and um, she has great books that I'll, I'll post as well. But the main, it's simple. It's just three questions. And I think we could start just with two of them. Sometimes when people say things and we don't see, don't understand, don't see or don't understand that they have another perspective is, and, and we want to shift ours also to understand them is, but I don't care always say, you ask, is that true? Yeah. But you have to reflect on it, right? Mm-hmm. And some people, they want right away, like, yes, yes, it's true. And, and then she asks again, well, take a deep breath, think about it see yourself in that moment that person said that to you or that whatever you was right mm-hmm. now ask yourself is that really true yeah and then people start thinking like no it's not true right yeah so sometimes when we get oh this my boss hates me or my boss is that you know Take a deep breath and answer that on your journal. I mean, she provides worksheets, but it's, it's basically just that. Her whole exactly. thing is just yeah. that. And yeah. if you want to see further this in action, um, just look for her channel on YouTube. But I'll for sure post the links is, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Byron Katie. That is just her work with people just for that, yeah. just for them to see that it's actually not other people. Yeah. It's you that is not seeing them differently. Yeah. So it's it's a phenomenal work. Perspective can go so much um, beyond, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Mazarin, tell people how people can know more about, you know, how to book a, a workshop, how to know more information if they want, how they can do that about the workshops. So you can post the links uh, in the podcast, Jenna, but we have our... Um, website mysteries mm-hmm. in color and the workshops can be booked on that website directly um all the information that you need is on the website but there's also a, a form if you have a question you can just send us a question 
and we can respond and you can email us and we can talk about it and mm -hmm. see sometimes the needs are slightly different now that things are opening up um we've done workshops with up to 30 people in a room mm -hmm. um which are like in-person workshops so it can be custom created yes. to you know what your needs are yes. so mysteries and color is the best way and again jana and i you we both have um updates on our ig mm -hmm. uh, which is also mysteries in color so that's the best way to get in touch with us yes and i'm also posting on the mysteries in color so if you dm there both me and mazarin we can see that um i also want to say that if you were of course local to florida and mm -hmm. wanted to contact me maybe you think wow maybe my work could use some of the help you don't have to be in the middle you just you know send me the information i will contact them and never say that you send me that <laughs> and yeah. and you don't need to be responsible of booking or anything and no yeah. um but if you think that would be interesting let me know and also if you want to do personal workshops with your friends um i also do zoom workshops so if you want to do that in the future we're gonna have um, you know, people don't know, but I didn't do a po podcast updating, but in the time that we're recording here, I'm going through a whole website reconstruction. But in the future, uh, stay tuned, we're going to have uh, probably some um, pop-ups um, workshops for you guys uh, to maybe, you know, dip your toes on mysteries in college. Maybe you want to do that in person. Yeah. Um, I think and be... we might be putting together a package, Jenna. I think we had kind yeah. of briefly touched upon that. Mm -hmm. A mindful package with a candle and stuff that we might do a giveaway a little mm -hmm. later. But we will be discussing that soon. Yeah, yeah. So um, follow us and you guys on the podcast. Also, if you join my newsletter, I always have the link there. We always leave people um, updated on that. So mm. Mazarin, such a great conversation. I always love always, to talk with Jenna. you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank and you. we'll talk soon. Yes. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I appreciate you listening to the podcast all the way here to the end. And I would like to thank you so much and to help us spread the word about the podcast. You can share on Instagram and tag me. I would love to share as well and take a screenshot and tell me what you're doing while you're listening to the podcast or leave us a review an apple podcast we really appreciate if you could do that it really helps spread the word about the podcast i will talk to you on the next episode